Today, we're going to look at the highest training apps and games, Twitter's pile of money, the app that dethroned Klarna in the US, and more, so stay tuned. Last week, we looked at the most downloaded apps and games, and you can find that here. So this week, it's time to rank apps and games by revenue. Let's start with games. Candy Crush was the highest earning game in the US in October, earning $142 million of net revenue, according to our estimates. Yes, Candy Crush has been holding on to the top spot for longer than any other game since I started ranking them, but that's not all. It's also been growing almost every month and October wasn't any different. Candy Crush broke its own revenue record set in September, which broke its own revenue record that was set in August and you can go back almost every month this year. What a powerhouse. The usual suspects, which include Roblox, Pokemon Go, Coin Master, and Royal Match were all in there as well. Most with a slight increase over September, but overall nothing too exciting. Together, the highest earning games collected $436 million of net revenue from users in the US. That's a small but decent increase of 4% over September. I expect to see this total growing in the next couple of months, beating last year's numbers. By the way, I'm Ariel from Figures, and you're tuned into a new episode of This Week in Apps. This week, I also ranked the highest earning apps in the US and was welcomed by a new winner, TikTok. TikTok was the highest earning app in the US, hauling in $53 million of net revenue in October from US users, according to our estimates. TikTok lost the top spot to HBO Max all the way back in April, but now it's back on top. How's your revenue trend compared to the market? Use the mobile revenue index to find out. It's free for all developers. I'll leave a link to it in the description below. HBO Max was a close second, adding $50 million of net revenue to its bottom line, followed by YouTube with $48 million per our estimates. Clearly, video means money. Not a new trend, but still a strong trend. Tinder and Bumble, not video apps, round out the top five highest earning apps in the US. Both are locked into a race where Bumble seems to be slowly catching up thanks to several price increases over last year. Together, our estimates show that top 10 highest earning apps in the US brought in a net total of $333 million in October. That's nearly 10 million higher than September's total and most apps on our list saw part of that increase. While browsing the top apps in the US, I noticed an icon I haven't seen at the top of the chart before. The icon was for the Paramount Network app, and before you ask, the answer is no, Paramount Plus didn't rebrand while you weren't looking. Paramount Network is another app from Paramount, which lets you watch some shows. The selection is pretty limited, and overall, it's not that attractive, so how did it rise to the top of the app store? The easy answer is easy, a new season of an exclusive show dropped. The fifth season of Yellowstone rolled out on the 13th. The show was made by Paramount, so everyone expected to stream it on Paramount Plus. Downloads rose on the big day, but it turns out this season is already owned by a different studio, NBC Universal, the owners of Peacock. Downloads for Peacock rose just a bit because this wasn't at all intuitive or well communicated, but we're not done yet. It turns out Peacock can't legally stream the show, even though it has the rights until all episodes air, so it couldn't stream it either. The only way to stream Yellowstone is via Paramount Network, an old-fashioned companion app that comes with a very limited set of shows and requires a cable subscription to access. On an average day, Paramount Network gets just a couple thousand downloads. Paramount Plus gets almost 30,000 downloads on an average day, according to our estimates. On the 13th, downloads for Paramount Plus grew 5x to more than 125,000. Downloads stayed high on the 14th, but as more people figured out where to really stream Yellowstone, downloads of Paramount Network grew to over 200,000, according to our app intelligence. That's an increase of 100x. 
Downloads dropped on the 15th, but are still incredibly high. I've said it before and I'll say it again, content is king. I don't expect that to change anytime soon. I do expect to see the end of such complicated agreements for original content though, because this was a huge missed opportunity for Paramount Plus and probably also a little hit for the brand. If you're still with me, take a moment to give the video a like and let everyone else know this is a good episode. Thanks. Now, a lot is going on at and with Twitter right now. There are lots of opinions out there, all of which I will ignore and focus on something I find very interesting, mobile revenue. I cover Twitter's revenue a lot, mainly because it wasn't as high as I thought it could be, but Twitter's mobile revenue normally hovers around $20,000 a day. Last Wednesday, it jumped to more than 300,000 and grew even more to 425,000 on Thursday as Twitter rolled out verified check marks for anyone who subscribed to the new blue. Between Wednesday and Friday, Twitter earned around a million dollars of net revenue, meaning what Elon gets to keep after paying Apple and Google their fees. To put this in perspective, Twitter's revenue for all of October was just 580,000, so a big difference. Selling verification turned into a hot mess very fast and ended up being pulled right after, which brought this revenue train to a stop, but it showed that it's possible to get Twitter's users to pay. That's what's important here, in my opinion. I've been complaining about Twitter's mobile revenue for months, now saying it's not going to be as easy to increase, but it's totally doable. I say it's not easy because Twitter's users aren't used to paying, but totally doable because there are a lot of users. Elon's Blue showed that Twitter can make money from its users. Sure, Blue will need to be refined and improved, but it's only a matter of time until it's refined enough to become a real revenue stream. And last for this week, Black Friday. The official one, not the excuse lots of retailers are using to offer discounts in October. That Black Friday is just around the corner, marking the beginning of the holiday shopping season, which led me to look at the new-ish trend of buy now, pay later. But quick pause, we're kicking off our biggest promotion of the year on Monday. So keep an eye on your inbox to save on apps for optimization and competitive intelligence tools. And if you aren't subscribed to the newsletter, I'll drop a link to it in the description so you can get in on the discount. Now back to the data. Klarna is the leader in the buy now, pay later space and it's had a fair share of issues this year. So when I saw its downloads didn't really grow as much, I wasn't very surprised. The picture though is very different for rival Affirm. Downloads of Affirm, the exclusive buy now, pay later of Shopping King Amazon have been on the rise for a few years now, though 2022 was by far the best. Since 2020, monthly downloads rose from around 200,000 to more than 1.2 million. That's a massive increase. In terms of holiday seasons, December of 2020 saw a little under a half million new downloads. Those downloads doubled in 2021, adding nearly a million new users. And based on the last few months, I predict downloads will double again in December of 2022. While Klarna is still in command of this market internationally, Affirm has taken over the lead in the US, the only country Affirm operates in, so that makes sense. That's good news for Affirm and for Amazon, and not so good news for Klarna, but overall, buying with money you don't have may not be the best idea, so use common sense when spending. That's just my two cents. And that's all I have for you this week. And by the way, I talked apps for optimization in my last live stream, and there were a bunch of great questions from the viewers. If you're trying to get more downloads, you should give it a watch. And if you aren't already, make sure you subscribe to the channel. There's a new episode every week and a bunch of live streams where I help you with app store optimization and app marketing. So that's it for me. I'll see you next week.